0: Hello and welcome to episode 161 of Motherhood in Hollywood. I hope you guys have had a great little break. I took a break because I've had some traveling going on and of course the holidays. But now we're back and we are back with a bang. I have a wonderful guest on today. His name is Danny Zacanino and he is the head of talent and casting for YouTube Originals. And I cannot wait to share... This interview with you guys. It's mind-blowing and it's so fascinating to hear what he has to say about streaming content and the future of streaming content and how he cast and actors especially. You're going to want to listen to this a little bit, so stay tuned for that. But before we get started, I want to talk a little bit more about democracy clothing. Now, you guys have heard me talk about this before on previous episodes. You've seen me posting about it on motherhoodandhollywood.com and of course on my Instagram at motherhoodandhollywood. Listen, It's hard for bigger girls, curvy girls. I mean, honestly, any women to find good jeans, jeans that are comfortable, jeans that hug you in the right places that don't have that weird gap in the back. I, for one, have a big booty and it's hard for me to find jeans that don't have that big gap in the back. Well, here's what's great about Democracy clothing jeans, a democracy jeans. They are an AB solution jeans. That's AB solution jeans. Here's the deal they have a no gap waistband. All the jeans are fitted with this no gap elastic throughout the waist. That keeps them solidly in place. That means there's no sliding around, there's no gap in the back, there's no like, you know, plumber special. <laughs> when you bend over or crouch down. Um, They also have slimming mesh panels and a booty lift. Hey, who doesn't need a little booty lift in their life? And then sculpting stretch fabric. These jeans are a dream. I've been wearing them everywhere from New Zealand to New York, which we'll talk about those trips in just a little bit. Um, But they're my new favorite jeans, you guys. And that's not just because they are sponsoring this episode. I'm truly excited that I found these, these jeans because it's hard. It's hard being a mom and a curvy mom, um, to feel comfortable in, in my pants. Sometimes <laughs> I know that sounds so silly, but it is. Um, so I encourage you, if you're looking for jeans that fit curvy, active lifestyles, go and check out democracyclothing.com. They're also on inter- Instagram at democracy You're going to want to check them out. Give them a try. I promise you, you will love the way they fit and the way they feel. That's democracyclothing.com. Okay, you guys, you ready for this episode? Here we go. Hello Mama!
1: Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather.
0: Hey, friends, it's been way too long. But Mama needed a little bit of a break, so I hope you guys are still with me and we're back in action now in the new year. Happy 2019, you guys. My last episode, of course, was with Katie Rosen Kitchens. Katie Kitchen Rosens. No, Katie. It's from Katie from Fat Fit Fun. And hope you guys enjoyed that episode. This is a really good one today for my friends who um, are in the industry, actors, um, anybody who wants to get into acting, but also for people who watch YouTube, which is just about everybody on the planet. Uh, I have a little inside perspective and inside scoop from my guest today and my friend. His name is Danny Zaccanino, and he is the head of talent and casting for YouTube Originals. Now, if you haven't heard, YouTube isn't just about, you know, uh, pranks and cat videos and um, silly funny fail moments like what happened with um, Channing and the Christmas cat when we gave her Gracie. YouTube is creating original content. They have real actors, real scripts, producers, like a whole team of a uh, production team um, that is developing content for YouTube. So if you haven't heard about this or you're not watching it, you're going to want to listen up because we're finding out more about the shows they're creating, how they're creating it, and how they're choosing the actors for that. Because in my mind, I thought, oh, well, they must just be picking huge YouTube stars for the YouTube original content, which is not the case. Danny is going to fill us in on all of that. So I think you guys are really going to enjoy that. Let's talk a little bit about what's been happening in my world the past few weeks. Part of the reason why I took a little bit of a break was because I have been flying all over the world, literally. I was in New Zealand the first week of January filming, uh, filming, hello, doing a behind the scenes for... The new new movie from Fox called, excuse me, Alita Battle Angel. And it is with... uh, They've been working on it with Weta Digital. And the special effects are incredible in this movie. It's beautiful. It stars a a young woman named Rosa Salazar, Christoph Waltz, Jackie Earl Haley, um, and it's, uh, oh, and Mahershala Ali is in it as well. It's a beautiful movie. It's full of action. It's got a little young romance in there as well. It's based off of a manga, a popular manga by the same name, and it looks like sort of a comic book come to life, but it's also... It's live action mixed with what they call performance capture. And I got to go to New Zealand and suit up at Weta Digital in a performance capture, a motion capture suit and act out a battle scene, which as an actor is such a cool thing to get to do. I also, um, so I'll be sharing more about that on Motherhood in Hollywood, but also on NBC LA. So you guys be on the lookout for that. I also stayed and explored New Zealand a little bit. What a beautiful country! Windy AF you guys, Wellington, New Zealand, its nickname is Windy Welly. And it is no joke. It is very, very windy there. Uh, But everyone's so nice and lovely and just such a great time. Then I came home for a couple of days, grabbed Chan, and we went to New York for the weekend. And we met Patrick Stewart and the cast of the new movie, The Kid Who Would Be King, which is also another great movie. I haven't really seen any like, terrible movies lately um to be honest but the kid who would be king was so much fun um it was a little dark for Channing's age group I think anybody under maybe like eight or nine um might be if especially if they're sensitive it might be a little um a couple scenes might be a little dark for them but it was a fun movie just like Really creative, really well acted. It was from the director. His name is Joe Cornish, and he directed a movie called Attack the Block, which was a very much a cult hit, a very popular film, and uh, I highly suggest looking it up on Netflix if you get a chance to watch that. So I got to interview the cast. I interviewed Joe Cornish, and I met Patrick Stewart. You guys... I was a huge Star Trek fan growing up. I watched Next Generation every single week. I thought I was going to grow up and marry Will Wheaton. Um, Like I go to Comic-Con every year. I seek out Star Trek. So I love it. I love it. And to get to meet Captain Picard... It was such a thrill. And to meet him with my daughter, like she, you know, someday she might understand how truly cool and epic of a moment that was right now. She was just like, Hey, I'm standing next to this guy. Um, but someday I hope that she will fully understand and appreciate like what a cool moment that was, especially for her mama. So, uh, and then we the center, we went to FAO Swartz and I got her some really cool toys and it just was like a lovely weekend and, uh, you know, all about creating memories, all about, uh, adventures and whatnot. Cause I know as she gets older, as she goes into school, the more busy she's going to get with after-school activities, homework, um, and her friends, and she's not going to want me to, she may not want me to take her on little trips anymore, which I'm not going to think about too much. Cause it'll make me a little, a little weepy. Um, but for now she does love it and I love it and we just have so much fun together. So thank you guys for following along. I know most of you probably already follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, but if you don't, it's motherhood in Hollywood on Facebook and Instagram and at Heather Brooker on Twitter. And please take a moment and subscribe to my podcast. If you don't already, please do. I work really hard on this content. I work really hard to bring you, um, great guests and, um, entertaining shows. I hope Um, so. I would love it if you would subscribe to my show and then leave me a comment if you do. And let me know what you think and how um, how your day's going. Would love to hear from you guys. All right. That's it. I want to get right away to this interview from Danny. He's so lovely and so much fun. And I'm so grateful to him to take the time. Um, to come He's a network. He's like a big casting director. I almost said network, but that's different. We're going to talk about that. We're, we talk about the difference between um, what's happening in the networks right now versus what is happening in streaming content. And you guys are going to love it. All right. Here's my interview with Danny Zaccanino, the head of casting and talent at YouTube Originals. One of my favorite things I get to do on this podcast is when I get to have someone who is a friend and someone who I've known for a long time. And this is very exciting for all, my, especially my actor listeners out there. Um, I have Danny Zacconino. Did nail it?
1: Yeah, you nailed yes. it. Good job.
0: Head of talent and casting for YouTube Originals. Yep. You guys, if you have if you have been wanting to know or if you're watching all the YouTube content, Danny is in charge of all of that. It, well, right? <laughs>
1: with with not not me alone. Okay,
0: okay. Yeah. to say it's you, it's but I'll obvious. take credit for everything. Sure. <laughs> okay, so let's talk a little bit about mm-hmm. um, what we just. I was just asking a couple questions. What do you do at the YouTube?
1: At the YouTube. So for YouTube Originals, which uh, um, you know that's YouTube's apartment where we make our own content, um, and it's part of their subscription service, YouTube Premium. Um, So I oversee all of the casting and talent for scripted, unscripted, uh, for global. So outside of the States, too. So if you talk on camera, it goes through me at some point.
0: Wow. Yeah. Um, About how many hours a day do you spend looking at YouTube videos?
1: Not a lot. Really? Because, you know, our stuff is a little different than what's like in sort of the normal youtube verse like what we're doing uh we're kind of doing premium content um and scripted series and and sort of working with uh a lot of more traditional actors um but i you know have drank the kool-aid i've totally <laughs> fallen in the rabbit hole i have my favorite channels that i sub to
0: okay who we need to know who
1: okay do you know who the bucket list family is
0: Yes. Okay. Th- I've heard of them. I don't think I watched I them. I
1: love them. They're great. They're like they're just this I mean, they're like a casting dream. They're they're like this really good looking young interracial couple mm-hmm. that um he sold like an app to Snapchat for like fifty four million dollars and then they just decided to sell everything they own, mm-hmm. have like no possessions, and travel the world for three years straight oh, with their three kids. My um and they have like a perfect i know and they have like a perfect life so i love them i love shane dawson um liza koshy we have a series with her big fan of hers um and i also use youtube to watch like i'm gonna get in trouble with my job uh but to watch like a lot of sort of like bootleg uh broadway and concerts like a awesome. lot of like on the run too i watched <laughs> solely on on youtube um but yeah
0: Okay, so let's talk about how you... Okay, because we're going to come back to this. There's a lot to unpack with the YouTube stuff. Okay. Also, I want to point out Channing is here. She's in the other room. Hey, pipe down. Hey, I, I found a pen, I just wanted to put it in here. Okay, great. Get out of here. This is a very important interview. <laughs> I love you. Okay, bye. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag mom of the year. Um, no, but I want to go back a little bit and to Kay. talk about where we know each other from. So we yeah. used to be tour guides yeah. for like a hot second at Universal Studios, lifting the
1: veil of secrecy
0: <laughs> on some of Hollywood's hottest movies. Uh. Um, so and we wore amazing outfits. While yeah, we did, we
1: did. blockbuster uniforms. Basically,
0: right? they literally yeah. wear these like horrendous khaki pants, yep. like, shorts and pants. Uh huh. Um, and then you also did some scene work uh, for the showcase, Universal did. Showcase, yeah, yeah. with um, some good friend, a good friend of mine, Mark Willett. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were an actor. Yeah. So what happened? Do you, are you still an actor? Do you still no. pursue that? No. <laughs> you're, um, you're like, uh, peace out, acting. This sucks.
1: <laughs> no, not that it sucked. I think that like acting was my entry point. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to school for. I went to SUNY Purchase in New York um, and studied theater there and drama studies. Um, and also art management, um, and I kind of felt like that's where I was gonna I was gonna work in that space. I worked at Lincoln Center after I graduated from college for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just sort of i think that it was something that it's all i knew like that's all how i knew what how to get into this industry and it was like the only sort of thing when you're a kid like yeah. that's really the only outlet into like but it's entertainment it's not like
0: you were like acting do or die like this is what I, all i want to do you were kind of looking at it more like i want to be in the entertainment industry not at not at first like okay. not as like
1: a kid and like what i right, thought like right. the ultimate dream would be and all that stuff but you know i think i got To a point where it's like, I'd rather be a boss than like Yes. uh, Than an actor. Um (laughs) and just Because
0: and I've said this before, actors don't have any power. Unless you're Brad Pitt, but I'll tell you this, or like at that top echelon, they're also producers. Yeah. They're not just actors anymore. Um and that's something I've realized over the years doing Motherhood in Hollywood. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Interviewing people who are in casting and producing and all that you go oh my gosh this is where the big decisions are being made Mm -hmm. about the future of my career and and all Mm -hmm. that so i'm fascinated by that so you saw then that there was more opportunity and you wanted to be the boss Mm -hmm. um and then where did you start from like what was kind of your jumping off point
1: uh, i started in commercial casting Mm -hmm. um which i didn't really love but it was it was fun it Mm -hmm. had its moments um, and I had like a lot of my friends from I had other friends from New York that moved here around the same time as me, and that was like their day job. And they were like, "Can you help?" And uh, with these sessions, and I did it, and it was literally like, oh, uh-huh. like it was something that was like something that clicked, for hitting like every part of my brain yeah. and sort of like every experience I had like leading up to that moment. It was oh, I like love that entertaining all of that stuff um you know and everyone was like oh you, you know and like the days flew by for me um and everyone was like oh you're really good you like give like good notes like the actors were saying that and the, and the nice. clients um were saying that too and then it just kind of snowballed um
0: you were casting some really hip show. I think I auditioned for you. Yeah. Oh, MTV. for the MTV one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and that I was, was like, I'm not gonna get this. Uh, I'm not. I'm an uh, old fat uh, mom. Uh, I'm not MTV's <laughs> demo at all. But I was like, I'm happy to audition. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Once I like, so uh, what happened was once I did like the casting, uh, commercial mm-hmm. casting. That was all happening while I was at Universal. Oh, that okay, was okay. like my other job. And then. um uh, I was like, all right, I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm going to take this seriously. Uh, this is going to be my career path. I looked up casting directors that were sort of working on the things that I wanted to do. Uh-huh. Um, and for me, TV was very important when I was a kid. Like, I grew up in the the Buffy Dawson like, era <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, so, and oh So like all that stuff was like, re- like, I love the teen space. The original oh or the second? original? Oh, I worked yeah. on, we'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> <that>. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, and so like teen space and then also like horror movies, like those were, it was just like, you know, let's fulfill the childhood fantasies. Like these are the spaces I like to work in. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I find like casting directors that worked in that space. And one was David Rappaport. Um, ah. and I was like, "I'll be your intern." They were looking for an intern, and they were like, "They needed someone like two days a week." And I was like, "Look, like I'll do it all day, every day. Like I have really? money saved up. Like I work at night. Like I #Hashtag
0: can... hedge fund No, no, no,
1: no, no. <laughs> <laughs> #Hashtag just like not spending money for like right, right, right. Um, so. uh So I did that, and I just, like, worked my ass off, and, like, I made sure I was the first one there and the last one there, and, like, went above and beyond. And, like, four weeks into it, they hired me full-time on Now 2 and 0, the reboot Uh uh, for CW. And then we did MTV's first scripted show, which was The Hard Times of R.J. Berger, which I think is the one that you...
0: Yeah, it was a show I had never heard of before, and um, I just knew I was like, "This is MTV," and I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I was like, I was happy to go in and do it, and plus yeah. I knew you were there. I saw mm-hmm. your name on the casting assistant uh, yeah, list yeah. Or whatever, so I was like, "Oh yay, uh-huh. so I know!" It makes such a difference as an actor if you're Does. going in and there's a friendly face there, yeah, because you feel a little bit like, okay. I know not everyone in the room is against me. I know that that's not true anyway, but in your mind as an actor, you start no, to know. feel that way. Like, yeah. they hate me. They don't want me to get it. Yeah. You know, which I know is not true. It's the opposite. You're right. Yeah, it's yeah, the opposite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, please don't fuck up. Yeah. That's what they're thinking. Yeah. Like, please make please me Please end
1: my job. Yeah. Like, please like, like make, make, make my look look job done. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so it was with David for MTV's mm-hmm. first scripted show. And then everyone at MTV liked me from that. Um, And they ended up hiring me, uh, so that was like the beginning of my executive career. Um, And I was at MTV for seven years. Wow. Started as an assistant, ended as the like the head of the West Coast Department for talent and casting.
0: Danny, that's amazing. Thanks. That, yeah. That is so amazing. And to think you were just wearing uh, khaki <laughs> shorts a hot second uh, before. I know. Uh, I mean, like those. Talking about TV and movies. Yeah, yeah.
1: I didn't even know which way was up back in yeah. those days. I was just like, I moved to LA on my own. I don't know what I'm doing. So great. Yeah.
0: And then how did you transition? That? Did you go to YouTube from there? Because I remember you made like I an announcement d- on the Facebook. Yeah,
1: I did. So Suzanne Daniels, who is a legend in this industry, if you don't know who you, she is, look her up. Um, she basically made the WB uh, oh. when she was like 30. Wow. She was like one of the first women head of a network, president of, of entertainment, and she was super young. Um, and um, she worked at MTV for two years while I was there. Um, and then she left to go to to YouTube, um, and she stole me. So a couple of years like after she went over, I went she over there. Over. So I've been there for two almost two years. Yeah, now. I
0: was gonna say it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, YouTube. I think there was a point where people thought YouTube was gonna like flatline and not yep. really go anywhere, mm-hmm. uh, and then they announced that they were gonna start doing original content mm-hmm. and more scripted stuff and unscripted shows mm-hmm. and like start creating being a channel, um, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's fascinating to me now because YouTube has their own content. Facebook is creating their own content. Um, it's just, there's so much content being created out there. And, um, how do you like how does that process work at YouTube? Do you get a script, somebody makes the deal, they hand it to you, and mm-hmm. you go, I have somebody in mind for this, or mm-hmm. you reach out to casting offices? Or mm-hmm. do I basically just describe your job?
1: <laughs> uh, a little, I mean, like it's not that different. I mean, first of all, mm-hmm. it is such an interesting time in this industry. Oh, yeah, it is very interesting to be where I am during this time. I feel like I'm getting a Harvard education of just sort of like the streaming wars and the shift. Yeah. In, and coming from basic cable and like seeing that sort of crumble yeah. and how MTV completely lost their audience because they were all going to YouTube instead. Mm-hmm. Um so it's been fascinating. Maybe one day I'll write a book. Someone should Please. like it's like very, very fascinating. Um so the process isn't different than it would be at an other network besides the fact that we are just a network so we're not a studio. So lots of times you know we do a lot of shows with Sony like Cobra Kai which is our karate kid one so good thank you I oh know. my god that's it's my dr- so good. that's my dream coming true because like i that was my jam i had a i was obsessed with karate kid my name is danny so daniel son everyone ah, call me daniel son and he was this italian kid from new jersey that's you. and i was just like this is like <laughs> me um so to the fact that, like, if Ralph Macchio texts me still to this day and, like, it pops up, I'm like, <gasps> like, I get, like, excited. That's amazing.
0: I honestly um, would probably do the same thing. I'm yeah. Like, Holy shit. I
1: know. Funny. I only get, like, starstruck over, like, <laughs> like, weird ones like that. Oh, my God. Um, me,
0: too, though. I meet a lot of um, famous people, and it's very rare for me to get starstruck. Me, too. Yeah. Um, and because I'm, like, I'm also famous. So. Ah, yeah, you are. But, but there's a few people occasionally where I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, I wasn't. I, I interviewed J-Lo a couple weeks ago, and I was not starstruck interviewing J-Lo. J-Lo. right and people were like oh my god were you just like blown away and i'm like no i'm, bas- I'm basically <laughs> huh? j-lo yeah I'm like a fatter j-lo <laughs> <laughs> and maybe less like uh latin uh, yeah, but anyway slightly less slightly latin. less latin. Yeah. uh no i love that i honestly would probably have all the same feels and cobra kai is so good yeah I love it's that. so fun to watch and uh, to be honest i was a little unsure because i was yeah, like, everyone was Ugh. yeah Are they going to, like, you know, uh, take something from my childhood? And it's YouTube. I was like, is there going to be, like, you know, just millennial, no offense, millennial, like, you know, YouTube cameos. Right it wasn't that at all yeah. it's so smart and yeah. it's so and I was also a little worried about the acting because let's be yeah. real yeah. they're not Academy Award winning actors yeah. but they were they're great. great they're great so they've taken acting lessons yeah. or something in the last few <laughs> decades they well I mean
1: like Ralph's consistently worked like he did a lot yes. of theater stuff yes. he was in My Cousin Vinny and he's on The Deuce on HBO yes uh, Billy William Zapka he is like that was the one that I was just like he is doing some he great acting on yes. that show like, it's he, so good
0: yeah Um, and then we talked about impulse yeah yeah yeah. so impulse is, i'll let you explain it because i yeah. won't mess it up
1: so impulse is our hour-long scripted series uh with uh created by doug lyman who's done like the born identity movies and all of that so this is he did this movie called jumper with like back in the day and it's the f- only project he worked on that he was never happy with. And he sort of like hated how that happened. Really yeah. With the casting? No. <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> just. Hashtag, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like studio. Sure. No, whatever. Yeah. 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 So it just wasn't what he wanted. Um, so Impulse is kind of his do over for that because it's oh. the second book in the series. Okay. Um, So it's a story about this girl played by Maddie Hassan, who is amazing. She's amazing. Amazing, amazing, Mm -hmm. amazing, amazing. Who has the ability to teleport. Mm -hmm. She doesn't realize it until she's a teenager, and what sets it off is she's sexually assaulted Mm -hmm. um, by someone at her school. Um, And it's really sort of like an, an allegory of, like, a victim or survivor rather that's the right word sorry Mm -hmm. to like going through um healing from that Mm -hmm. um and then it sort of has like this larger than life escapism of like this sort of comic book like
0: yeah because there's definitely sci-fi elements to it um Mm -hmm. because it does have that time and space travel kind of an Mm -hmm. element to it not to like give it away if you haven't seen it yet Mm -hmm. um but visually it's just a beautiful show yeah and some fun
1: cameos Yeah, yeah yeah
0: So if you haven't checked out Impulse yet, that's available. Okay, so how do people watch it on YouTube Originals? Is that a subscription? Is it...
1: It is. It's a a subscription. Um, There's going to be, like... Yeah, I think there might be some changes coming. Like, you can Google yeah. some things yes, in the news. Yes. Uh, so, like, things might be more accessible right, right, in right, the right. near future. Um, but for now, it's just like you can sign up for a 30 day trial and check out all that stuff. You know, it has Cobra Kai season one there. We just wrapped Cobra Kai season two shooting uh, last week. So, or no, Monday. Uh, Monday we did. Okay. Uh, so, we're very excited about that. And we're going to start shooting season two of Impulse uh, after the break. Okay. So all that stuff will be available.
0: Okay, so because of the success and the popularity uh, and the growth, really, of streaming services, mm-hmm. do, do you think that the way that television is made has changed? Because there used to be a very clear pilot season. Yeah. The networks picked up yeah. their pilots. Everybody else sort of got everything yeah. else uh, or what was left over or whatever. <clears throat> Those were ordered to X amount of episodes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't seem like that's a thing anymore like yeah. people still talk about pilot season but yeah maybe I'm just not at that level where I'm going out 500 times for a pilot season and maybe I just don't know but mm-hmm. it does it still exist or it
1: does it does still exist it only exists with the broadcast network so like the mm-hmm. NBC ABC CBS of the world um, you know MTV never did we had like our own sort of like whenever the pi- pilot's ready we just make it mm-hmm. Um, and that's sort of how it is with all the streaming studios as well it's just sort of like a constant thing rather than all at once because it's not like we have to be like oh the fall lineup
0: right? like we need to For do up front and
1: sell all the, you know yeah. so that doesn't exist it and seems it,
0: like it gives you a lot more freedom
1: it does it does and it's really changed the industry like last pilot season was the first year where it was just like at like Nobody was talking about it. Like, usually it's a, it was always like such a frenzy, and like mm-hmm. everybody knew what all the scripts were. And like, even like the agents, when you call them and it's like, what, what are you excited about this season? They're like, I'm not. Because all the really good stuff is going to Sorry. streaming yeah. or to like an HBO. And all the really Why big.
0: Is because you can swear and like show boobs or what?
1: A little bit. Mm-hmm. I think like, and well, not those things <laughs> in particular, but I mean, like, there's just more creative freedom there there's more artistry there that's sort of like where the ryan murphy's and like everyone in the world are going to that's where all the top like movie stars are going to series mm-hmm. um so uh, and a lot of like act, uh, agents were telling me that a lot of the, the actors during pilot season they're like i'm gonna hold off like they're they're oh, waiting for to like see what's the happening streaming the show streamings. like yeah. they want a netflix series they don't want an abc series which like five years ago Mm -hmm. no one would be saying that sentence like so it's crazy how it's changed
0: well i read an article (coughs) um i posted on motherhood in hollywood uh Mm -hmm. like about a month or so ago that was about how some actors and some talent and writers are frustrated with streaming services like Mm -hmm. netflix and hulu and you know Mm -hmm. the big ones um because they're still paying new media rates for two actors which is basically like paltry compared to like what big broadcast um regular broadcast rates are or whatever so there were some complaints about it where it's like wait a minute I'm a serious regular on an eight you know episode show on Netflix and I make like you know a thousand dollars a week or whatever and I was like was that true like what the
1: no (laughs) it's the opposite like out there right now like Mm -hmm. people like Netflix and Amazon they had to buy their way into the industry you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like they were like we're gonna do this and the same way people think about YouTube like last year and stuff like that like when Netflix are, said they were going to do that or Amazon said they were going to do that people were like okay um, but the way they got Kevin Spacey and like, Flint, like the, the biggest directors and yeah. writers was they just threw money at them so now everything's like oversaturated and yeah. it's like People are overpaid. It's just everything's Julia inflated. Julia Roberts has
0: a series, yeah, right now. Yeah, um, Michael Douglas has a series. Yeah. Like, what is happening? Yeah,
1: and they're getting paid a shit ton. Can we curse on this? You can swear. I Okay, didn't mean cool, cool, cool. Uh, <laughs> they pay. They pay like a lot of money just in case. We'll yeah. take out this curse. <laughs> uh, they get paid like a lot, a lot of money, and then so people's expectations are like different of what they think they're gonna get paid. Agents' expectations are, and now. This year, like, it's a new California state law that, like, you can't ask what quotes were, like, from your last job. So that used to be, like, the police. That used to keep everyone honest and be like, we know you got paid this on your last thing, so this is what we're offering you. But now someone could literally be like, their quote's $40,000 an episode, and they're like, a hundred. And there's (sighs) nothing you can do to, like to like say you just have to liar. like yeah you just wow. have to fight with them about it well
0: that's what mine is if you're wondering okay got
1: that's it <laughs> when you well I'll remember that when we start negotiating <laughs> when we you start next. negotiating yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: just keep that in mind yeah 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 um, oh my gosh that's so crazy I, I look now at all the streaming shows and quite frankly it, it does feel like it's oversaturated like yeah. I feel like I can't I don't know where to look like I'm right. scrolling through Netflix sometimes on a Friday night there's so much content but I don't know what to watch Yeah. same thing with all the other services and how do what does it take for a show to stand out like how do shows get any traction when there's just so much to choose from is it talent related
1: it, uh, y- yes i mean like it's very very hard it is like y- you know there's so much out there and you have to compete with it especially if you're on a new platform like youtube or mm-hmm. like mtv when i was there too at the time so it's like you got to make noise somehow. A lot of that is with talent. So you want to sort of do like the big name people that are going to be their own marketing machine without mm-hmm. it. Because also a lot of these new platforms, they don't have the biggest budget for press and like marketing right. and stuff like that. Right. So they sort of need the work done for them. Right. Um. You know, so it's that a lot of its IPs. That's why there are so many like reboots and and sort of like sequels of franchises and stuff like that because that's what people because there is so much new shit that like that's what they're gravitating towards is like the familiar and the things that they know
0: how can a relatively unknown actor Mm -hmm. or inexperienced actor ever get ever make it or ever get on one of those shows if they don't have name recognition or a match, a massive following or Mm -hmm. or that sort of thing, like, is there, is there still, can you still just be discovered? Yes.
1: 100% like, and I, and I discover, I still like Mm -hmm. hire people that are in the beginning of their career or we just discover them. I mean, I, especially like at MTV, I used to, like, go to Carnegie Mellon's showcase and literally, like, there would be people that I would just, like, pull and be like, can you come in tomorrow? And then they would book the job. Like, you know, and and I have this series coming out uh, called Wayne with the creators of Deadpool Pool, which is just this really exciting, really talented, really young cast that... You know, is just at the beginning of their careers. One, this is, like, his second job ever. Um, and so it's still possible. Mm-hmm. Every show is always going to need, like, that one that's mm-hmm. going to be, like, okay, we need a name or we need two names. Right, and, right. And in the process, you always identify what those are going to be. Like, you'll be like, okay, this character and this one are going to be the names. Um, So it definitely is possible. Talent always rises to the top no matter what. No mm-hmm. matter what anybody says about, like, your headshot or like when you come in the room you should do this and not that and blah 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 make eye
0: contact with everyone yeah
1: that's all bullshit and like (laughs) People, like, are charging actors way too much money to, yeah. like, tell them these lies yeah. where it's just, like, all that matters is the work, the page, right. what's on there. Um, and you can change people's minds. You can, like, yeah. be so good at it that they're, like, this is the only person that can do it. Yeah. Um, you know, and be, and that's happened. There's yeah. been, like, you know, this series that I did with uh, Kirsten Dunst, which we are mm-hmm. um, shooting right now in New Orleans. There's one role where it was, like, we were talking, like, big, big names. Like, Mm -hmm. it's, like, a 20-something male. And it was just literally, like, you know, you name them, we, like, were exploring them. And then this one kid came in who's 21 years old from Montreal – and and like oh,
0: the Canadians, <laughs> Canadians and Australians. I know, I
1: know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and he like he had worked, but just like sort of like indie films, but like really in, like prestige, nice like indie films, but you wouldn't know who he is at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and killed it. And I would like to my boss, I was just like, "This is the dude, like we can't." Like I was like, "I right. want him, like right. this is right. it, like you know." And it took, and I'm like not gonna lie, it took some. Mm-hmm. uh pushing and some arguments and like um but it still happens and you know so don't be discouraged in that sense yeah. like talent can we talk
0: about what sort of prompted this interview yeah okay yeah. <laughs> I, I mean sure like if, me uh, like i wasn't sure if i was if broadly I was we could talk broadly, broadly. Right. Yeah, yeah yeah so um i i get very frustrated because i uh i'm an actor as you yeah. know And I work my butt off. Ah. I have built something out of nothing for motherhood in Hollywood. I'm trying to build up a name for myself Mm -hmm. in that way because um, I think somebody told me a few years ago, like nobody's ever going to hire you because you don't have a name recognition. Mm -hmm. Um, So you need to create something that builds up your name so people Mm -hmm. know who you are. And I'm like, cool. Well, now here I am. I have like a reach of over a quarter million I have a quarter million followers on my platforms Mm -hmm. reaching into the millions of people Mm -hmm. um and I still can't get arrested in this Mm term so I'm like maybe it's my talent maybe you start questioning yourself but I auditioned for a series regular that Mm -hmm. somebody else got Mm -hmm. I don't know if we're allowed to say it it's on the internet but, but um but I was frustrated because I'm like, I feel like I'm doing everything that the machine, the people, the experts, yeah. whatever tell me to do. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm you know, I don't know what to do. You start to bang your head against the wall after a while and go, mm-hmm. What do I need to do to get that break that breakthrough, that role that I'm meant to play? Yeah. And um it just feels almost insurmountable sometimes because then somebody comes out of nowhere that mm-hmm. you're like, Who is this person? Like, I mean I know who she is, but mm-hmm. I'm like how did this even happen? And you were like, well, I may know. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, crap. I didn't... And I yeah, knew she
1: was I'm... talking shit on yes. Facebook about, like, the cast thing. And I was like, um, Bitch. hi. <laughs> <laughs> I thought
0: about you. I knew when I was posting, I was like, oh, I wonder if Danny will see this. Because you never post. You're almost never on Facebook. So I know. I was not...
1: like, it was, like, a sure. random, like... It ah. was, like, really strange. A, it... it was meant to be. It was meant to be. It's, and that's why right. I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But I was just like, I just feel... It just starts to feel like insurmountable. Like, yeah. when is it going to be my turn? And I know there's a lot of actors that feel mm-hmm. like that out there. They go to classes, they're doing the headshots, they're mm-hmm. jumping through the hoops, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it just, it just sort of feels like a pipe dream that's kind of getting farther and farther away. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what to do. Like, mm-hmm. what do, you, what do we do? Mm-hmm. Tell me how that happens. That somebody comes in mm-hmm. and who's not an actor necessarily mm-hmm. um, and gets a big role like that.
1: Mm-hmm well i mean like i understand your frustrations and like it, no, no 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 it's all good like, it's all good it's I all good i i own <laughs> i own my decision uh, so it's uh, uh i understand the frustration of it and like i wish i had like sort of an easy answer yeah. but it's you know it's an it's art it's not a science there's not like a something to that'll like give you a clear path to it um in this case it was someone who was a mu- musician um and not like you know kind of like has a following but yeah. not someone that's not like mariah carey or anything right, like that right, right. um so that I would have died right. I <laughs> yeah right like, i'm done yeah yeah yeah, yeah, not yeah, be yeah mariah carey yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so um but this is a instance of like talent will always rise to the top and talent will make you change your mind. Like I sort of like judged it when they told me sh- this person was coming in. I was like, okay. Like I was just like, you're, I was like, you know, the, the show are just like little hipsters and they're excited oh, about yeah. this. And it's like, okay, go, go ahead. I was like, I don't think anything's going to come of it. But
0: let's see. What but let's does, see. But
1: yeah. I mean, it was just like one of those like raw She's just one of those people that just was like very raw, very open, very in the moment and and was this role and just kind of nailed it. Mm-hmm. So then that made all of us change our minds and like yeah. be open to it. And I think like that's, you know, again, it's just like talent, no matter what anyone says, like talent will always like rise to the top and like you can change everybody, anybody's mind. Like mm-hmm. you never want to give anyone a reason to say no. So you don't want to start saying no for yourself like if you're just like I'm not pretty enough or like this is supposed like and that happens all the time like I worked on this show Teen Wolf where uh, this one character like the description for it was like Straight, like, ridiculous. It was like about a high school student, by the way. It was like straight off the runway of Milan, this tall, gorgeous, like, you know, and it was just like, okay, so we're doing like that archetype. Like, that's what we're right, doing. So right. we, so we read like all those girls, and then Holland Roden came in, who's, you know, not five foot nine and like a redhead and just mm-hmm. sort of, and like not, not that mean girl like Regina George at right, all, right, right. but came in and sort of nailed it and was appealing and was so charming. And then the showrunners were like oh so So i'm 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 open to that and then that's even a better idea and then they like literally wrote to her um for it so So
0: who makes those kind of calls when they're bringing in someone who's maybe a a different choice is Mm -hmm. it um the casting offices? Is mm-hmm. it uh, the development team? Like, who is making that call? Development
1: team is not that involved in, like, in the weeds with the casting yeah. process. They really aren't, like, looped in until, like, the end. Yeah. Where it's, like, here are our two choices. Let's make a choice. Or if there's, like, you need to attach, like, a name. And yeah. they're involved. But Because I went into an yeah. audition
0: one time that with the role was for a sheriff. Uh-huh. And it was me and like six black guys yeah big buff black guys yeah and me and i was like oh, yeah guess who's the wild card right. And i knew it was me yeah. and i didn't get it and that's okay but i appreciated the fact that yeah. somebody was like let's bring in this girl she could maybe rock this role
1: most do yeah. like i think that's what like i always think about that too where it's just like you when i'm making lists it's like okay here are the spot on. Yeah. here are the stars here are the out-of-the-box, like, ideas. Yeah. And then, like, here are, like, just people I wow. know that are up and coming and, like, should right, come right. in. Um, so it really is, like, the casting and the casting executives, like, sometimes... I don't I can't only speak for me. So I don't know if anyone else does this, but <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a control freak, so I'm like, involved. um but But, uh, yeah, I, I think you always want to do those sort of, like... Uh, let's what would happen if this role is diverse or yeah, what if it is a yeah. woman or what if it is like yeah. outside of the box of what we were thinking or like even that was kind of the case with the role we're talking mm-hmm. about for the Kirsten Dunn show. Right. So, um, yeah, that's who. It just did said, I answer yeah. that question? It, you did. you okay. did.
0: It. It's, it's always interesting to me. I love it when they take risks because I'm yeah. generally the, the choice that they bring in for something like that because uh-huh. i i feel like casting doesn't really know what to do with me mm-hmm. i'm sort of like this middle-aged mom type mm-hmm. chubby but i'm also um i look younger than i yeah, am I'm i not- think i'm not quite character enough yeah. to be like a you know hardened old lady and i i just don't know i think sometimes they don't what to do with me they like me they know that i can do a good job but they just aren't really sure where to to put me in mm-hmm. um, so I end up being the wild card a mm-hmm. lot um, so it's fine and I enjoy that but you, at, at some point it just gets really frustrating as an actor because you feel just like it seems like there's just an oasis of content stuff yeah. is being made and they need people to fill it but it seems to be going to like I can't believe Julia Roberts I still am like I can't believe Julia Roberts is on a series mm-hmm. I'm like it's unbelievable to me mm-hmm. um, does she need a series no Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you just start to feel after a while, like, what am I doing here? Why yeah. am, is this ever going to happen? Yeah. And so it's really interesting to hear your perspective, to hear the process and how it all works and how it's all like shakes down, especially for streaming. Um,
1: have you ever been a reader?
0: I have, you know, I did was an intern for at Jeannie McCarthy's office. Ah, cool. Yeah. So I, I read with her, I ran camera, I cleaned a lot of shelves. Is that how you <laughs> got the, got
1: the um, audition for that series?
0: Oh, maybe. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I honestly, uh, n- I worked with Nicole Aguilera. Yeah. And, um, there was another girl there whose name I can't remember at the time, Julie, maybe something. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, no, it was somebody else in the room who had brought me in the mm-hmm. room for that audition. Mm-hmm. And, um, she was super nice. She's like, Oh, I like the way you did it because apparently I did it just a little bit different than what other people were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, Okay, cool. I like that. I'll I'm happy with that. If the casting director is yeah. like, This was an inter- this was a good choice, I like that. But then to find out like it never reached, you know, anybody it was supposed to reach because mm-hmm. they already had somebody else in mind is mm-hmm. just sort of like bah you know slicing mm-hmm. wrist like oh mm-hmm. God. Um, but no I, I did do an internship and I felt like that was really valuable it is yeah it was really valuable and they were casting for getting Sarah Marshall cool. <clears throat> when I was in the office so oh. I got to see a lot of the auditions for that film yeah, and yeah. then see who got who it who got it yeah, yeah. Um, it's very eye-opening. I think every actor—they should be a reader. Should be a reader. Should do an internship at a casting yeah. office if you can, because it's very valuable.
1: It is, and like you sort of like you get it. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it, it sort of answers those questions that you're sort of having now, where it's mm-hmm. like, why did that happen? But when you're in the room, right. you're sort of like, oh, like I see, yeah. and like you can also see what people do wrong. Yes. You can also see like you yeah. know you can hear the conversation. Like sometimes they'll let you guys stay in the room when yeah. that's happening. And you like hear what the notes are and stuff like that. Um, and I think, and it makes it a little less scary. Like, yeah. cause then you're just like, Oh, I
0: remember when I first started acting, I remember somebody told me once that if casting didn't like your audition, they would just delete it. The second you left the room. Yeah. <laughs> And I've never has done stuck that. Stuck with me ever since yeah. then. That's so not I, a nice I, thing
1: to tell an actor because no. now it's stuck it, in your head. I know, like so yeah. some,
0: some acting teacher, or whatever. who's like, yeah, yeah. If they didn't like it, they'll just delete it. What a it. terrible acting teacher. Yes. So I don't remember. <laughs> call them out. Who was this? I don't remember. I don't remember. I just remember <laughs> when I first came here. I was like, oh god, that's awful. Yeah. So there's always a little. Part I've of never me done that. I don't that know if people out do it. And kind of goes was my like deleted. Yeah. Deleting my audition. But I, Ugh, I'm horrible. much better now about self-confidence and like letting it go. and be like if it's meant to be. I've done enough shows now where I haven't. I'm like, I'm confident to know if I was right for the part. I'll right. get it. If not, there'll be another one. So um, I, I just am really fascinated with what's happening with streaming services mm-hmm. right now. What's happening with all this original content that's being made. It feels like it should be just like a feast for actors. Like we yeah. should all just be working all the time and like making stuff. But uh, I also see the other side of it where y- you have to have stars, you have to have celebrities that have clout and have worked before in order to get the attention and the eyeballs you need mm-hmm. on your show. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really fascinating for me. What else do you have coming up next year? Can you talk about anything? Is there anything you can share with us for that's coming down YouTube?
1: I can. Um, well, we just re- released this doc series with um, Ariana Grande, which came out like Ooh. the day after Thank You Next came out. Oh my gosh. Did that um, just
0: go bananas? It did. It broke yeah. like
1: all types of records. Oh. Um, it's great. So they, it's sort of like a follow of her tour, of her last tour. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have that that just came out. Um, Wayne. Again, I can't. I want everyone to watch the show. Like, I think it's one of my most favorite things I've ever worked on. Uh, that's going to com- be coming out January sixteenth, and it's really good. You should check out the trailer, uh, which is up already on on uh, Wayne is just the name of the channel. Just um, Wayne. Mm-hmm. It's got like a. It's doing like really well too. Like it's like t- two million. And that's or how
0: you measure your metrics uh, by views and and reach and comments mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. it's like it's not like subscriptions or is it based it's on both okay. so
1: it's like you know it'll be like how many trials sign ups were like if okay. people like sign up for just you know when Cobra Kai came out it was like people only signed up because that was to watch what that. they once watched yeah, that yeah. or origin which Chris is our signed c- up
0: to watch impulse like oh I cool! Think, or maybe we had already signed up for Cobra Kai, but uh-huh. yeah, he was very excited. Nice. Um, okay, so it's like a metrics of signups and yeah. views yeah. and comments, so it's yeah. like all of that stuff, and
1: also just like a sh- a mystery of like Google that doesn't let us like share that info. <laughs> so like you know there's yeah a whole yeah. bunch of other shit too. Yeah, there, yeah, but yeah like, totally. Um, so we have that coming out in January. Um, like I said, we're we're gonna have season two of Cobra Kai. Yay. Season two of Impulse um we have um that kirsten Dunn show which is called i'm becoming a god in central florida which is uh, mm-hmm. love it like mm-hmm. oop, no. oop. i almost yeah. gave something nope, away nope, nope, nope. i staffed myself i was like oh wait we didn't announce that yet nope. um really good cast <laughs> 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 we'll <laughs> we'll announce it soon <laughs> sorry uh, um so we have that um you know and then we're just do- we're doing sort of like big i don't know if you saw like will smith when he jumped out of the yeah. helicopter that was us so yes, like we're yeah, we're doing yeah. sort of like big stuff like that with like big celebrities oh, too cool. um i have th- i'm doing three scripted pilots right now that's amazing um one is based on edge of 17 which was a hailey seinfeld movie that came out a couple of years ago
0: you ever want to create your own you ever want to do your own my own stuff no i mean like, yeah like write your own show or create your own show
1: um probably not right i don't think i'm that good i think i'm okay <laughs> Um, but I would like producing. Yeah, like it would be ideas cool. Stuff mm-hmm. Yeah, because
0: mm-hmm. that seems like it would be a natural transition. Yeah. Then, especially if you have all these connections with producers and yeah. talent, and like yeah. I, I'm sure you see ideas and get you know uh, mm-hmm. inspiration all the time yeah
1: i mean i know i'm gonna sound like a nerd but i do love being a network executive that's like, not nerdy at all that's uh, sort of,
0: that sounds amazing actually i love
1: being a suit uh, <laughs> i would like to be
0: invited to your malibu dream home
1: please uh, well i would love to get one um <laughs> but uh yeah no i i mean i i love what i'm doing now and i love being part of a show from the very beginning and seeing it all the way to the marketing and the yeah. press and the premiere of it um, and and business strategy, like, and I love uh, this. I sound like a real nerd, you I don't. love negotiating contracts. It's, like, yeah. I just like I'm it. Like...
0: Sounds like that's something you really found something that you yeah. are good at and that you enjoy. And I yeah. think that that's so rare. Yeah, there's so many people who are like, Oh, I hate my job, or you know, what we're frustrated in life, but that's great to hear. It's not nerdy, it's nice. Yeah,
1: it is. It's like I'm lucky because it, it really was like yeah. I fell into it. Like, yeah. me and my friends from college we always talk about like we all kind of are like working in the business and are very successful in our what we do but it's not like what we went to college for mm-hmm. and it's always like they don't like at least mine like they didn't like prepare you like it was sort of like if i had known what this job was when i was a kid i would probably be like that's what i want to do yeah but like no one tells you about
0: because it's not like you go to um network executive class you
1: don't you i want to I and, yeah you know. some of them do have yeah. like courses like yeah. that like emerson does i think and like yeah. stuff like that but like not when uh i was i was a student and it's always just sort of like you know the goal is like the, to be the star and like blah 100%. blah blah so it's yeah. you know um but i do love what i do and i'm lucky that i like found it and fell yeah. onto it and
0: I, do, I agree. Like I said at the beginning, I there I have a totally different perspective and respect now for what's happening behind the camera mm-hmm. and I have more of an understanding of what goes into it whereas before I feel like I was just an actor, just getting my headshots, just going to class yeah. and not fully understanding of all the moving parts that were happening that go into making movies and, and television. And... I have certainly broadened my view a lot and broadened what I want to do too. Like if I got on a series, I don't know that I would necessarily want to just be an actor on it. I would also want to be involved somehow in the process of making it and creating it and like helping with the storyline and all that. So it's just, I'm finding that the more I learn and the older I get, the more involved in that way I want to be as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the days of the movie star that just do nothing and just show Mm -hmm. up on set are maybe dwindling. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, like Reese Witherspoon is like, mm-hmm. you know, killing it, killing it, yeah, and like a great inspiration, like and Bell, like too, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. She's on Ryan Hansen solves crime for YouTube, right <laughs> I mean, premium, check it out. Yeah. Um, sorry, we just changed the name, like, to, like <laughs> um, uh, yeah. It, and part of the reason is because there is this sort of like feeling when you're an actor of like not being in control of anything and like you sort of are blind to like what's happening behind the curtain so everyone's like no let me go over there and like
0: do you think that broadcast is still king
1: i don't think it's king now like you know i think it's already shifted if you think about it sort of like this is us is the is the only new broadcast show that sort of like penetrated pop culture in years. Mm-hmm. Outside like empire is probably like before that, but like before he used to be like all the time um and you know working in in sort of linear television and just seeing like the ratings go boom boom mm-hmm. boom boom boom. And now like that like the press releases go out when they like celebrate that they're like we got a point eight on this show and like in four years ago, that would have been, you are definitely You're getting canceled. canceled. Yeah. And like, that's a success now. So I think like more people are like moving away from, mm-hmm. they're all cutting the cord. There's like, n- no one's like on cable. Um, and I think broadcast is, is suffering from that. Yeah. So, but this is why it's like a really interesting time.
0: I think it's also why I'm really happy to be on the digital side of covering stuff. Yeah. Um, especially within LA. Right. Yeah. Because I get more. I'm sure and viewers and shares and stuff on the stuff that I covered than yeah. the broadcast side. Ellen
1: does like the we so we did um we did a like a series with Ellen DeGeneres and like the reason why she wants to work with us at YouTube is like more people watch the clips uh, mm-hmm. on of her show on YouTube than they do live yeah. on. Yeah.
0: yeah. Is that the Ellen tube thing that she does? Or is no, that that's different? separate from oh, hers okay, too. Okay.
1: There was, so we, we had this thing for a little bit where it was like the, the more show with mm-hmm. Ellen. We're sort of like a, like continuation. continuation. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. mm-hmm.
0: Um. Well, I'm very proud of you. I'm very really excited for you. Thanks. I think, I think it's amazing and really honestly inspiring where you have, you have found something that you're good at and that you enjoy um and that you can be proud of like mm-hmm. there's not many people that can say that mm-hmm. so i think that's pretty awesome thank you and thank you for letting me pick your brain a little bit i'm proud of you too look oh, at you thanks.
1: doing doing mom. your thing
0: <laughs> me and my mom podcast Love uh, it. and my daughter keeps like creeping by the door like when are they gonna be done i'm sure <laughs> Sorry, she wants to show you her unicorns or something i want to see them <laughs> um but i do appreciate it so much of course happy I... to
1: be here thanks for having me
0: all right everybody that's going to do it for me have a wonderful week i'm going to put up lots of information about danny on motherhoodinhollywood.com and also about the shows we talked about today um i hope you guys are having a great week enjoy uh life and remember i'm not a perfect mom but i can play one on tv bye bye Balls.